This week's parsha begins with the great confrontation. Vayigash Elav Yehuda. Yehuda approaches Yosef. These two kings going head to head. Yehuda steps up and talks tough. He has some harsh words for Yosef. And this is in stark contrast to the dialogue that they had at the end of last week's parsha, where Yehuda speaks in a very meek tone to Yosef. After they found the silver becher in Beyomen's bag, Yehuda tells Yosef, I have no words to justify what happened. I can't exonerate myself. We were caught red-handed. Game over. We are prepared to be slaves. This is how Parshas Mekates ends. It was high drama. Talk about the ultimate cliffhanger. The situation seemed desperate. And now all of a sudden, he changes his tune. It's just two psukim later, and suddenly Yehuda starts to speak in a much tougher tone. Rashi says, that he spoke to Yosef in a very stern and firm way. It's a very sudden change in demeanor. He went from an attitude of servitude and submissiveness to an attitude of strength and toughness. Instantaneously, it all changed. So what happened? Furthermore, Yehuda gets up there and makes one of the greatest speeches of all time. With intensity and passion, he begs and pleads. He plays on the emotions of his father. But if you think about it, what is Yehuda being mechadish over here? Anyone who has followed the narrative in the last couple of parshas will realize that this speech consists of nothing more than a repetition of all that has been said until now. There's absolutely no new information in this speech. He basically just rehashes everything. No new evidence, no new argument. Everything's already well known. And yet, something incredible happens. Yosef listens to the whole story and he breaks down. The Pasik says, He can't bear to see the pain and the suffering. And he starts to cry. And he reveals himself to his brothers. So what happened? What changed over here? So Rabbi Schwab offers a beautiful insight. He says, Yehuda knew that after they found the Becher, that they were in big trouble. Yosef had the goods on them. He had incriminating evidence to hold them accountable. And the brothers had no defense. So Yehuda was ready to raise the proverbial white flag. And then all of a sudden, he remembered something. He remembered that he made a promise to his father. But not only a promise, a guarantee. A personal guarantee. One of those guarantees you sign that if you don't pay your mortgage, they take away your house. Yehuda guaranteed the return of Binyamin. He promised his father, Says Rabbi Shwab, that promise gave him the energy and the strength and the courage to fight, even though he knew he was facing a very formidable opponent. The idea is, when a person takes on a responsibility and he knows that it's up to him to do it, he feels an achrayas to do it, that responsibility gives him special hidden strength and the capabilities to do things that he might otherwise not have been able to do had he not taken on this responsibility. Now Yehuda, knowing that it's all on him, tells Yosef, you must let Binyamin go, because ki I'm the guarantor. It's my word. My reputation is on the line. I promised my father that I'll return him safely, and I will not take no for an answer. And that gave him the courage and the strength to go beyond his normal capabilities. This is the same idea when anyone undertakes a large task, like going to a daily shear or volunteering for organization or taking on a Torah partner. It's definitely a monumental commitment. But if you do it L'Shem Shemaim, seeking the honor of Hashem, Min HaShemaim, you will be granted special koiches, chutz l'derech 
physical and mental strength. And it's guaranteed that you will be successful. They say a story about a Talmud from the Mir Yeshiva. He was just married. He was still in Koil, and they offered him a job as a Meshgiach in the Yeshiva. And he felt he wasn't ready to take on such great responsibility. He went to Rav Palm to discuss his dilemma. And Rav Palm agreed with him. And he told him to still wait a little bit before taking on the job. Rav Nosson Svi Finkel found out that his Talmud turned down the job and he was very upset. He called him up and he told him these immortal words. What he meant to say is, it's not ability that leads to responsibility, but rather it's the responsibility that leads to ability. Take the job and you will be given capabilities to be successful. We always wonder why some people exude greatness. Do they have a greatness gene in their DNA? And the answer is no. They are ordinary people who took on great responsibility. People ask, how could one person be so brave and courageous? They must have special talents. But the reality is, they just took on responsibility. And when you take responsibility, you tap into latent abilities that were always there, but were lying dormant. We don't know what we can accomplish until we take on responsibility for something that's beyond what we think we can do. With responsibility, a person gets the energy and the drive and special divine wisdom to execute those tasks and responsibilities. When Rav Palm heard those words, he was so inspired that he constantly repeated them to his Talmidim. Rav Nassim Svi embodied that saying. He was living proof of those words. Despite his physical limitations, there was nothing he felt that was beyond his capabilities. And now, we know. Have a wonderful day.